welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey you, welcome back to another episode. It's so good to be here with you this morning. It is so beautiful where I'm at here in Idaho and I can feel vibes of spring coming which is so nice I probably have said that like so many times in the last couple episodes but I am definitely feeling like my creative energy is starting to peak just as it always does as we start to transition from winter to spring and also we just wrapped up our in-person mastermind experience for our female founders and oh my gosh it was so amazing I have really taken the last weekend to just recover and recharge because that time together with these incredible women is definitely so high octane, high energy. I definitely put them to work a little bit more than I usually do when we get together. And when you think about how much stuff we can get done in two days it is really mind-blowing and one of the things that I really want to start doing more of is leveraging our time together in person more to create and produce and complete and then it's just a matter of tweaking and adjusting and monitoring over the course of you know three to six months with our weekly group sessions uh, as you might or may might not know, you know my female founders board mastermind is a hybrid of one to one coaching and and group coaching as as we're currently recording. Of course, that's um, potentially shifting. And what I really wanted these women to walk away with for this particular topic was a streamlined client pathway. This means that you have a nice quote-unquote machine humming along in the background producing leads and clients for you with less effort. Now this isn't a set it and forget it automated session or automated campaign. That is not what I'm ever going to teach to you. I really am not a fan of evergreen funnels evergreen courses, anything that is purely automated, that is definitely old school and you're going to see less of and less of that actually working. People want real live connection and when we think about that high touch experience, that isn't going to come from evergreen funnels or automated systems within the marketing. Of course, there's automations you can put in with your own systems and the tech and things like that, which is something that we build together in Female Founders Board as well. But when it comes to marketing and selling, we want things that are a mixture of 
that connectedness with humans, right? You connecting with other people and people experiencing you through your content, through your workshops, through your masterclasses, through your challenges, but also things that are just rinse and repeat, right? Anytime you create, which as creators, we love to create. And this is something that uh, we have to really work on as we grow as well, because you start to get sort of the high when you learn how to market and sell so well that you could literally market and sell anything you want. And so when a new idea comes to you, it's like, oh, that would be so fun, right? I'm going to do that, right? And this is one of the things that I see most often when you're growing usually between 50K you know, to 300K is like the shiny object syndrome. And so we're really starting to narrow in on what are the few key things that you can do to get the most out of your time? Because while you do love to create and while you are a true visionary, you also desire to have more freedom in your life, freedom in your business, and you don't want your business to own you or control your time. So this means doing less. So of course, giving yourself freedom and flexibility to experiment here and there with new ideas, but you have to really assess what that actually is going to cost you from a time and money perspective and look at that over the distance, right, within the next year or few years of how that's going to impact your core business, the core offer models that you have in your product suite. So that is... Definitely what we're focusing as uh, we help our women grow from really that, you know, low six figures to multi six figures with more rhythm. You can definitely janky your way to 300K, 500K, even a million, but it's not going to be sustainable if you don't have that rhythm in your business. So it really requires doing less better. And that's ultimately what I really want to lean into today as we talk about the three pillars to growing a 200k coaching practice. And so when you think about 200k, first of all, I think that this was, this might have sounded a little out of reach for you, especially if you're somebody that is constantly focused on that 100k goal. And I want to talk about this for a second because I think it's really important In that if your goal is 100K, I want you to sort of not make that goal (laughs) your goal. Now, if you think about 100K, while that might sound like a lot, when it's all said and done after taxes, after you have, you know, some small operational expenses, maybe you have, you know, a VA, it's actually not going to be sort of life-changing money. Now, again, it might be if you have never worked before, and this is sort of your entry point to generating income, but most of you have either come from the corporate background or have, you know, had or have a J-O-B and or already creating revenue as a coach, consultant, or author and have sort of that, you know, general, you're thinking about long-term what it would look like to build that high revenue coaching business. And 100K should be minimum baseline. And in fact, I'm going to actually encourage you to let go of the 100K target and think about 200K. I think it's so awesome to start normalizing things that 
are not necessarily normal for you. So if you think about kind of stretching your benchmark to 200K when you haven't even hit 100K yet, right, your brain might freak out a little bit. But when you start to solve for 200K problems, you're naturally organically going to grow to 100K and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, how did this happen? I remember my first year, my goal was 250K. And I hit 100K like without even realizing it with a full-time job. So in less than, I don't know, 10 or 11 months. So I want you to kind of like remove 100K off the pedestal, if you will, and start thinking about 200K. And I think that 200K should be the actual baseline for you, especially if you want to generate more income that partially can be reinvested back into the business. And also you can feel that comfortability with your finances while also having the right structure for the financial breakdown, right? You have a certain amount going to taxes, you have a certain amount going to reserves, et cetera, et cetera. After it's all said and done, again, that level should give you that power boost, if you will, to confidently continue to grow the business. And so I want to talk about what those three pillars look like for a 200K coaching practice so that you can start to kind of sit into what this looks like. And some of these ideas may not be new to you if you have been around me for a while. It's just a reiteration of what is actually important to generate revenue, protect your clients' results, and also not work as much. (laughs) So the first pillar, this might surprise you, but it's simplicity. I know it sounds sort of cliche, but more often than not, what I find when coaches come to us and they're generating some money, they have, you know, a handful of offers. They have several different types of lead magnets. They have all these different ways that a client can hire them, whether it's a gold package, bronze package, silver package, all the different tiers, right? Their marketing is sort of like all over the place. And it is just a really complex business model for such a small revenue coming in. And so again, going back to this idea of doing less but better, really simplifying your offers, which then simplifies your marketing, which then simplifies your messaging. And it all comes back to like, what is your signature offer? I am usually not a fan or I've never in any case been a fan with the case studies that I have of having multiple options for clients. I'm usually even at, you know, growing to the million dollar mark, I'm still like keep it to two offers. Again, there's nuances there and there's definitely some exceptions, but definitely at the 200K mark, one, maybe two offers. And it is not about giving people options. Those, if you do have more than one offer, they're for different avatars. It is not about giving somebody an option when they get on the phone with you. That is confusing And it also decreases the certainty that they have in you. Because if you give them an option, then they have an an open loop in their mind. And it's really hard to sort of build that immediate know, like, and trust within that sales container if you're sort of presenting them with two options. Instead of saying, this is what I have for you. This is how I'm going to get you results. This is what this looks like. And so going back to simplification, not only are you simplifying 
how you are meeting your ideal client with that one offer, but think about the back end. If you have more than one offer, even if it's in low volume, you still have these different iterations of tech and where they're coming in and how you're serving them and how to manage them. And it is not scalable. I love what Alex Hermosi says about simple scales and fancy fails. I think it sounds fun and and this may be what you have been taught because there's a lot of people out there teaching these different models of, you know, all the different, you know, ascension plans and, and all the different options of how to take people through. But when you're just at that 200K mark, you don't need a lot. And if you, again, want to work, even at that 200K mark, you shouldn't be working more than 20 hours a week, right? Keeping it down to a minimum, in your client delivery, right? And then what you're marketing. Because if you're marketing more than one offer, again, that's going to look so different when you come to, let's say, your Instagram feed. Am I going to be able to tell exactly what you're selling if you're trying to weave in different types of offers within your marketing, right? If you are trying to sell to somebody that is just beginning, on their journey or somebody that's a little bit more advanced. You're going to have different layers there, which again, in some cases is okay if you have the rhythm in those pathways and it's working for you. But likely at that 200K mark, we really want to optimize the rhythm with that one signature offer. And so I was actually just coaching a client the other day and she was in an instance where she was offering group coaching and private coaching to the client. And I asked her, what do you want to do the most? Because what she was finding was people picking their group coaching, but then they wanted to still have the private coaching offer. So they are sending her DMs. And also she was feeling like she was being pulled between the two offers. All the while she's also selling, you know, low ticket, like $27 little guides and things like that. So you're still having to manage the purchasers coming in and also the plan to ascend them up, right? That's what low ticket offers are for. And so when I asked her, like, what do you feel most excited about? And she said the group coaching offer. So it's like, that's what we make the core message around. That's what we create the core marketing strategy around is that group coaching offer. Because here's the thing, you're not actually selling group coaching or private coaching. You're selling the transformation. And when you can get your head around that idea, it really doesn't matter whether it's group or private. It just matters that you build that certainty and confidence within your audience, right? Pull them closer to your offer. And when you get on the phone, you just say, this is what I do. But when we start to open the door of options and things like that, that's when it gets complicated. And so she decided that she's going to go all in on group. Now, if there were a case, right, I told her to identify who is her ideal avatar. If she does still want to offer one-to-one, who is the avatar for that? Because it's not going to be the same as that group coaching experience, right, which is a big common mistake that people make. And so as soon as she did that, as soon as she went all in on that offer, which again is another sort of in your brain, the more open loops you have, the more confused you feel. So then when you go to promote your offer, it's not going to be as potent as it could be. And this was her case, right? She made the decision to double down on this group coaching offer. She went out, she wrote a piece of content about it and sold it, right, for that high-end price. And this is like right away, right? When you think about even like that commitment and that decision level, like this is the thing I'm going all in. It's going to elevate everything around you. Now, the second pillar to creating a 200K coaching business is sophistication. 
Now, this might be a little bit different than what you're thinking, but what I know about you is you're a very brilliant person. My listeners are very, very brilliant. Uh, Most of you don't actually realize your full brilliance. But what happens is women come into the industry or they're transitioning from fully booked to group coaching or they're even transitioning from brick and mortar, like a full clinical practice to an online coaching business. And they start to water down almost like a subconscious transition where they're watering down their message to sort of like meet the mainstream. Because if you do go online and you start, let's say you're a health coach and you start to peek around at other health coaches, you're going to see a lot of the same, same. And so this is sort of the idea of like, well, I need to sort of do what they're doing. We know it works, et cetera, et cetera. Or we start to sort of um, try to meet the masses rather than staying really narrow and specific in the type of person we serve. And this is where the sophistication exists. It is not about having sophisticated systems or sophisticated advanced marketing strategies. That is not what we stand for. What it does stand for is you becoming a full match for high caliber clients by really unleashing your full brilliance. What is the biggest problem you can solve for? How can you really serve that top 1% of your audience rather than trying to really meet the masses of more people? It's sort of like a health coach really feeling like, well, I need to sell weight loss because that's what everybody wants. Well, that's not really true, right? If you look at sort of the, the majority of the health space, yes, a lot of people want weight loss, but there's different iterations of A, how they want to experience that weight loss. And there's also different iterations of sort of the primary problem or solution they're actually looking for. I know a lot of women that, yeah, I would like to lose weight, but like more importantly, I want to increase my energy. I want less brain fog. I want to really keep up with my kids, right? And so those types of people that value these higher level things aren't looking for a weight loss hack. They're not looking for an overnight fix. And so for you, when in comparison to sort of this weight loss example, what are you trying to sort of meet the masses on when you just really need to continue to narrow in on the sophistication of your brilliance and the problem you solve. This is also going to help you really stand out in a very saturated market right now. The online industry is exploding, which is so great, right? Which is so great for you and me because we get to really capitalize on that opportunity. But attention is getting harder and harder to capture and trust too, is going to be a little bit harder to create because of people just being tired of of the same messaging and just being sold the same solutions. And so when you think about the sophistication, I just want you to really think about like, where can I really stand out and not say what everybody else is saying? What is the biggest problem I can solve? And what is my caliber of client looking for when it comes to the problem she wants fixed and the solution that she's actually looking for? Now, the third pillar to growing a 200K coaching business, believe it or not, is sales. This is fun because I often, obviously, as marketing is 
my zone of genius, you hear me talk more about marketing than sales. But in my mind, marketing is sales. And when I create our marketing strategy, it is with the end in mind, which is sales. Now, a lot of you like to create content and create marketing, and that's fun, but oftentimes you actually really stray away from the sales component. And this could look like you're leaving out the call to action, right? You aren't inviting people to the phone with you. You are not really showing up powerfully on your sales calls. You believe subconsciously or consciously that selling is spammy. And so ultimately what this causes is you doing a lot for very little, And when you look at the definition of marketing, it is the promotion of goods and services. And so if you're just creating marketing that's feel good and you're getting lots of engagement and you feel really liked, (laughs) this is not sales. The marketing should really, really lead to sales. And in my mind, and the way that we even teach content creation, you can really do most of the quote-unquote selling in your marketing. By the time somebody gets to the phone with you, it just should be that just kind of like almost the extra validation that you're the one and that they can do it. And all you have to do is really give themselves permission to believe in themselves in a very, in a obviously sort of um, strategic way. We have a framework for sales called value-based selling that's really, really effective. It is not pushing things to people. This is not about getting people to buy things they don't want. This is not putting people in a container where they don't feel safe, where they feel like, they're being sold to and they don't want it. This is about empowering people to make decisions, whether it's yes or no, in alignment to the things they actually want. If you are not willing to sell, if you're not willing to actually create that conversion where somebody gives you money for the exchange of your value, for the exchange of the transformation you're going to provide, this is where you're going to be doing so much work for very little return. You have to master sales, meaning you really need to learn to love to selling and really understand like what is preventing me from loving the act of sales. Selling is serving. Selling is sharing. Marketing is selling, right? It's all sort of this ecosystem that works for you and the ultimate journey of you helping more people. You cannot help people without selling. I mean, you can right through your free content, but the ultimate transformation happens within the transaction. So if you're not selling, that cannot occur. So what is it that's preventing you from selling? What is it preventing you from adding a call to action after all of your content? What's preventing you from getting people on the phone with you? What is preventing you from closing more clients on the phone? If you're just sort of like willy-nilly going through this process, this you will see lower conversions. And also, we tend to work a little bit harder trying to fix the problem by doing more when all we need to do is just really love selling. Selling is also such a great skill to have in life. Selling is like telling or... <laughs> Getting your teenager to love to clean his room when he didn't really want to clean his room. Selling is telling your husband where you want to go on a date without really actually telling him where to take you. 
selling is getting a whole room to believe in themselves so that they can go follow their dreams. Selling is convincing your next door neighbor that they need to pay half of the fence that needs to be built. Selling is in all conversations. It's in all containers. You're either proactively doing it or inactively doing it, which means you may or may not be getting your way. I believe selling allows you to get whatever you want in life. It's the mini conversations. It's the large conversations. It's the little subtle things that you can put and create in your day that literally create opportunity for you. Learn to love sales. If you don't, you will not survive. So that's what I have for you today, the three pillars of growing a 200K coaching business because 100K is not enough. And I want you to really normalize 100K is easy. 200K is that benchmark, right? We have simplicity. Simplify, simplify, simplify. We have sophistication, really standing out from the saturation by becoming a match for high caliber clients. We have sales. The exchange, the transaction has to occur in order to grow and create revenue and also to not resent your business. Selling, selling, selling. Learn to love sales. I hope this is helpful. I will see you next week. Hey you, thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs just like you are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. See you there.